0: In this episode, we are calling this Jimmy Jazz. The music of Jimi Hendrix in jazz. And I would like to personally dedicate this episode of the podcast to my own dear brother. He is probably the biggest Jimi Hendrix fan that I've ever met. (laughs) And... There were plenty of times when I was practicing Charlie Parker and John Coltrane and Cannonball Adderley and Paul Desmond and the next room over I'd hear (laughs) strains of Jimi Hendrix as he was practicing his electric guitar on his Fender Stratocaster and hearing all the double stops and trying to figure out the solos to... All these wonderful songs by Jimi Hendrix. So, as I get older, you know, uh, I've found that I love the music of Hendrix as well. Um, but we're not going to play Jimi Hendrix. We're going to, of course, take the jazz slant with the music of Jimi Hendrix here on the Dr. Jazz podcast. So, what we have for you are a boatload of tracks of great, sensational jazz artists who are covering the music of Jimi Hendrix and some of them are not so surprising there's others that are very surprising and in the same tone there are some arrangements that are pretty close to the original and there are some arrangements of these Hendrix songs that are completely turned on their ear Regardless, what it will present to you is an enjoyable, thought-provoking listening experience. So, with that said, let us say thank you so much for allowing the Dr. Janice Podcast to be part of your day or your evening. We really appreciate it. We're nothing without you. And... We're just trying to spread good vibes out there into the universe. So, uh, if you know someone who who is typically a rock fan, classic rock fan, uh, a fan of the music of Jimi Hendrix, who you think might actually dig these these jazz arrangements of Jimi Hendrix songs, please feel free to pass it on to them as we would love to have more and more listeners. So, sit back relax, grab a beverage, and let us delve into the music of Jimmy Jazz, the music of Jimi Hendrix in jazz, here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> Uh, mm, Good, good, good stuff. Okay, let's break it down. So that last track was, of course, Red House. A blues made famous, written by the great Jimi Hendrix. Uh, But this version uh, comes off of an album called Eclectic uh, from 2014. And that features... Eric Johnson on guitar and vocals, as well as co-leader of the, of the record, Mike Stern, the great Mike Stern, who's played with Miles Davis, uh, among many, many, many other greats, Michael Brecker, Bob, uh, Bob Berg, co-led a band with Bob Berg. He's also played with Billy Cobham. Um, Mike Stern is a living legend. And um, here recently, I I will go ahead and do a shout-out here. Um, Yeah, we are trying to um, get Mike Stern at least the 10,000 followers that he deserves on Twitter, X or Twix. Uh, Vernon Reed is leading the charge on that, trying to get some of these guitar gods these guitar giants um the the boosted with their numbers and their followers um on these social media things because it it truly is a travesty what's going on so if you are on any kind of uh social media thing like uh twitter or x or twix or whatever it's called um do mike's turn a favor you know Make sure you give him a follow. So there you go. Um, yeah, and this is just an incredible version um, of Red House that uh, Eric Johnson and Mike Stern performed here. Uh, shout out to the great guy Forsyth on harmonica on that track as well. Um, Anton Figg is on drums and percussion. Uh, Chris Maresh is on acoustic and electric bass guitar. Yeah, and it's just it's just a killer, killer album. You know what I mean. And if you like more jazz stuff, then you'll enjoy Mike Stern on his uh, you know contribution to the album. And if you enjoy more blues, then you'll enjoy Eric Johnson's. So, but that's just a great, great version there. In the middle of the set. We heard a tune that was not written by Jimi Hendrix, but it still started with Jimi Hendrix. We heard uh, Changes by the great Bernard Purdy, Purdy, or Pretty Purdy, whatever way you want to look at it. Uh, It comes from a compilation uh, called The Legends of Acid Jazz, Bernard Purdy, and It features. um, Let me look in here on inside the CD. It features. Let's see. Danny Moore, yeah, Danny Moore on the trumpet. Charlie Brown on the tenor saxophone. No, not that Charlie Brown that missed the football. Um, Charlie Brown, the tenor saxophone player. Neil Creek on the electric piano. Uh, Gordon Edwards on the Fender Bass, and Norman Pride on the Congas. Yeah, so Changes was a tune that was originally written by the great Buddy Miles and became Them Changes, same song, Uh, but it was originally featured on Jimi Hendrix's The Band of Gypsies album. And uh, here's what it says about it. Changes is a song written and sung by Buddy Miles and it benefits from more development and structure. Although it includes a prominent guitar line by Hendrix it is Buddy Miles' showcase piece on the Band of Gypsies album. The song was performed during each show with little variation except for Buddy Miles's vocal improvisations. With these sections edited out, changes is a relatively concise soul music radio-friendly track. When Buddy Miles re-recorded it as, quote, them changes, end quote, it became a Billboard Top 40 best-selling soul single, as well as appearing in the magazine's Hot 100 pop chart. So, and of course it was so popular that of course, in the 70s there, Bernard Pretty Purdy, just had to record it with those awesome horn sections. So, yeah, Changes by Bernard, Pretty Purdy. Then we started off the set with a gorgeous solo guitar rendition of Angel, written by Jimi Hendrix, performed by the one and only Stanley Jordan from his 1985 Blue Note Records album, The Magic touch and strangely enough even in 1985 the producers for that album are Christine Martin and the one and only Al Demiola who recently suffered a heart attack on stage and we wish we want to you know uh, let all of our listeners know what's up with that we've certainly played a lot of Al Demiola we love Al I'm, I've been lucky and fortunate enough to see Al uh, live on stage uh, with the very first Return to Forever uh, reunion with all four original members back in uh, 2008, I believe, 2009, something like that. And, um, yeah, we wish Al nothing but the best, a speedy recovery. Uh, Please get better, you know, and take your time. Don't don't try to be Superman. Do what all you need to do in order to, to be at your 100%. So, and I think all of our listeners would feel in a similar way. So, all right. So, that is one set in the books. We have got lots more great music. But remember, you can find the Dr. Jazz podcast wherever you find your podcasts, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, Amazon, Apple, doesn't matter. We are there. So, if you know someone who would dig this, please pass it on to them. Remember, we're not making a dime off this. This is truly. Just a labor of love. We're just trying to spread great music out into the universe and make everybody's day just a little bit brighter or a little bit groovier. (laughs) So, and if you're trying to jot down all these artists who's covered these great Hendrix songs, no need to do that. We've got all that stuff covered for you. Okay. Just go to our website, which is Dr. Jazz Podcast, D R J A Z Z Podcast. WordPress dot com and there you can not only see each track but the artist who performed that track and the album artwork in the order in which they're played for every single episode of the podcast that way you know what to go look for in your local record store if you have one or to order if you don't and at the top of that page there's a button that says contact if you hit that It'll pop up a blank box. You can craft your email in that box. Hit send and I will respond back to you. It may take a little bit because life gets busy, but I guarantee you I will write you back. Okay? Awesome. Enough talking for me. Let's get back to some more Jimmy Jazz here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
1: All the clowns have gone to bed You can hear happiness stagger on down the street Footprints dressed in red All just the same. Music, sweet music. I wish I could rest. I'm in a man of depression, a frustrating love.
0: Depression from the great Alphonse Muzone. And it's Muzon's electric band from the 1979 album Baby Come Back. Yep. I'm pretty sure that that is about as discotastic of a cover as you're ever going to see. Anyway, um, on this version. Uh, In the Muzon Electric Band, you have Rex Robinson on the Fender Bass. You have Robert Etole on the guitar. Really killing some guitar, actually. Bob Malik on the tenor saxophone. And then, let me take a deep breath here. Producer, arranger, conductor, lead vocalist, backing vocalist, piano, electric piano, synthesizer, polyphonic, arp, strings percussionist and drummer not to mention band leader Alphonse Muzon yeah a lot of stuff going on there Um, yeah Manic Depression written by Jimi Hendrix one of the um, unmistakable um, Jimi Hendrix songs and actually this particular arrangement sounds very very close to the original in fact Alphonse Muzon's vocals sound very very much like Jimi Hendrix's so there you go that's one of the examples where it it stays pretty true to the original now something that does not (laughs) was the track that we heard right before that in the middle of the set which is Hey Joe off of the album Where Do You Start by the Brad Meldow Trio um, there there's a couple of things to uh, dissect with this so this is a companion album Where Do You Start to the album called Ode O-D-E by Brad Meldow and his trio and the difference for the split is this: Ode was an album full of pure, all original songs by Brad, composed by Brad Meldow. Where do you start? Is an album of all covers except for one tune. Um, is all covers by the Brad Meldow Trio, and of course the Brad Meldow Trio is Jeff Ballard on the drums, Larry Grenadier. On the bass. And of course. Brad Meldow. At the piano. Uh, This album. Where do you start? Came out in 2012. And it features many many covers. um, Such as. uh, Got me wrong. Written by Jerry Cantrell. Holland. Written by Sushan Stevens. um, Time has told me. By Nick Drake. As well as uh, Baby Plays Around by Elvis Costello. And the tune that we heard right there, Hey Joe. Which was not written by Jimi Hendrix. It was actually written by Billy Roberts. But um, it quickly became a rock standard in the early 60s. So... um. It was actually mid-60s because it was released in 1965. Um, What's interesting about that is that Jimi Hendrix was exploring a more rock-oriented sound in New York City in 66 when his group at the time, Jimmy James and the Blue Flames, um, and one of the songs he performed regularly was this tune called Hey Joe. And he, he, his arrangement used a slower tempo reminiscent of the Tim Rose single, which Jimmy had heard on a jukebox. Now, looking for a musical act to produce, Chaz Chandler, who was a former bassist for The Animals, checked out Hendrix live you know, in a club, and by chance, the first song that Hendrix performed during Chaz Chandler's visit was... Hey Joe, which just happened to be a song that Chaz Chandler was interested in promoting. So as a result, Chaz Chandler took, decided to take Jimi Hendrix with him to England in September of 66, where he would subsequently turn him into a star. And as they say, the rest is history. So that being said, it's kind of like, even though... Hendrix did not write Hey, Joe. It's kind of the song that launched his career by attracting the attention of Chas Chandler, which took him to England, which made him a star. So, you know, it was the, um, the linchpin, if you will. Uh, and it's no doubt very connected now with Jimi Hendrix more than anyone else who's ever covered Hey, Joe. So that being said, it's interesting to hear Brad Meldow's take on and his arrangement of Hey Joe because Brad Meldow is a master of taking uh, rock songs and deconstructing them into improvisational vehicles, which he did a fantastic job of right there. So hopefully you enjoyed that as much as I did. And we started off the set with one of the wackier, lovely crazier renditions of a Hendrix song the wind cries Mary and that is from the album rootless Cosmopolitans by the one and only Mark Rebo trying to see a date here a year 1990 for Island Records there we go and it features Michael Blair on the drums, Ralph Carney on the sona, Anthony Coleman, one of my favorite keyboardists, um, Anthony Coleman on keyboards, Melvin Gibbs on the bass, the great Arto Lindsay on guitar, Richie Schwartz on sampled percussion, and of course, Mark Rebo on guitar, harmonica, and vocals, if you want to call it vocals, so <laughs> yeah probably the strangest arrangement of the wind cries mary you will ever hear and you heard it here first on the dr jazz podcast so um yeah mark rebo of course in in wonderful company there uh with so many uh fellow musicians such as anthony coleman and um god yeah just so many uh, of Lindsay who have worked with john zorn on the Zodic label. So, you know, I'm if if you've heard any of the podcast episodes, you know, in the past, you know I'm a huge John Zorn fan. So yeah. I had this uh record for decades now and it just it's I sometimes I'm come back to those those oldies but goodies. So and I love Mark Rebo. He is one of my top guitar player favorite guitar players. Uh, if you had a top ten, he would definitely be on it for me. So, um, such crazy ideas, but he can also be hi- hyper lyrical. So, so between yeah, so between Mark Rebo, Brad Meldau and Alphonse Mouzon, you've got a wide eclectic array of Jimi Hendrix covers in that set as well. And there's more to come. So don't go anywhere. Do not pr- pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. We're not playing Monopoly. We're listening to the music of Jimi Hendrix and how it inspired jazz musicians with their arrangements here on the Dr. Jazz Podcast. <laughs>
2: So okay. Hmm. <laughs> about wow. Crippled for life And she couldn't speak a sound And she wished and prayed She would stop living So she decided to die She drew her wheelchair To the edge of the shore To her legs she smiled You won't hurt me no more Just then a sight she'd never seen Made her jump and said A golden wingship is passing my way And it really didn't have to stop and just kept on going and so castles made of sand slips into the sea even
0: All right, that's a little two-for-one there. Um, We had Castles Made of Sand and Little Wing uh, and a Jimi Hendrix medley there. And that is by none other than the duo known as Tuck and Patty. Of course, that's Patty Cathcart on the vocals and Tuck Andrus on the guitar. Very, very tasteful. Uh, musicians and vocalists Uh, it comes from their 1989 album Love Warriors on Wyndham Hill Records Um, and might I add just really quick it's not very common to see a lot of jazz albums from 1989 who are covering Jimi Hendrix songs so kudos kudos to them you know um Yeah, really nice versions of Castles Made of Sand and Little Wing. Yeah. Uh, All right. Now, the other two tracks are a little more unorthodox, to say the least. So if you couldn't figure out what that middle track was, that's okay. (laughs) Because it's a little hard to follow. It was Jimi Hendrix's Fire. Yeah. I know you're probably going what but hear me out it's from a 1999 album called the Kennedy Experience and uh, the Kennedy Experience is a music group uh, led by violinist Nigel Kennedy and the whole album is largely derived from the music of Jimi Hendrix and even the group's name the Kennedy Experience references Jimi Hendrix Because of the Jimi Hendrix experience. Um, it's Basically, it's an extended instrumental work in six movements. Now, those six movements are Purple Haze, Fire, Drifting, 1983, A Merman, I Should Turn to Be, Little Wing, and Third Stone from the Sun. Each movement is a classical interpretation of a Hendrix song. But that being said there are improvisational elements to it so on this recording Nigel Kennedy is accompanied by seven other musicians and it includes two cellos an oboe two guitars a dobro flute and double bass so (laughs) yeah kind of kooky but it grooves it definitely grooves Um, very, very strange, but you know, that's what we bring you here is stuff that hopefully you'd never find anywhere else. That's what we do here at the Dr. Jazz podcast. And speaking of that, the track that we started off the set with third stone from the sun was performed by none other than the great Pat Matheny. And it comes from a tribute album to Jimi Hendrix called Stone Free. A tribute to Jimi Hendrix from 1993. And it's just crazy the amount of of talent and big names that are on this album. Uh, The Cure, Eric Clapton, Spin Doctors, Buddy Guy, Seal, Jeff Beck, Nigel Kennedy. He's even on this album. Uh, The Pretenders. Uh, slash Living Color with Vernon Reed, who we mentioned earlier, and Pat Matheny, among many others. And they're covering Purple Haze and uh Spanish Castle Magic and Hey Joe and Manic Depression and Fire and all these songs that we, we're, you know, kind of highlighting even on our, you know, version of the podcast. But this nineteen ninety I mean, Pat Matheny's arrangement of Third Stone from the Sun definitively sounds circa 1993 when th- that was recorded this tribute album to Hendrix. Now, it's worth mentioning that Third Stone From the Sun is a mostly instrumental the original is a mostly instrumental composition by Jimi Hendrix. Uh it incorporates uh kind of like a gumbo. It's like a, a a mishmash of a lot of musical styles and approaches and in that includes jazz. With psychedelic rock, and there's uh, spoken passages, and some say that it reflects Jimi Hendrix's interest in like science fiction, you know, hence because third stone from the sun is planet Earth, right? So, um, Jimi Hendrix developed elements of this piece even before he formed his group, the Jimi Hendrix Experience. But the Jimi Hendrix Experience recorded versions of Third Stone from the Sun as early as December of 66 and into early 1967. It was included on their debut album, Are You Experienced? And several artists have recorded renditions and others have adapted the guitar melody line for other songs. So there you go. Uh, It's even worth noting uh, that... Keith Shadwick who is uh Jimi Hendrix's biographer describes third stone from the sun as quote a structured group performance composed of several identifiable passages or sections with further subdivisions. The first section opens with guitar cording which uh, is more like a sliding a major ninth arpeggiated chords and Coltranoid mock orientalisms if you can yeah that's a quote end quote by the way um and Mitch Mitchell exhibits Elvin Jones influenced drumming now Elvin Jones jazz you know cats you know that Elvin Jones was the major drummer with John Coltrane and the classic John Coltrane quartet Uh, After several bars of the intro, Jimi Hendrix moves into a West Montgomery-style octave guitar melody line. It is one of Hendrix's most recognizable guitar figures, and it is in the key of E, which is very common for guitar players. So we've got jazz-influenced, Elvin Jones-influenced, West Montgomery-influenced, in an John Coltrane influence on this song, but yet none of those are what we heard with the Pat Metheny <laughs> arrangement from that. So this is this is one of the reasons why we are doing uh, a Jimi Hendrix inspired show called Jimmy Jazz: the music of Jimi Hendrix influence on jazz. Because, in some respects, they're interconnected. I mean, even Carlos Santana has went on to say that Jimi Hendrix was like playing blues from Mars. And, you know, galactically speaking, hell, we have our own intergalactic traveler in in the jazz world with Sun Ra, who claimed that he was from Saturn, so there you go. Um yeah so don't forget you can find the dr jazz podcast wherever you find your podcasts whether that's apple amazon TuneIn, podbean soundcloud stitcher we're there so alert your friends if you think they dick this stuff we'd love to have them become listeners also if you got a quick moment to write a positive review on apple Podcasts, we sure would love it um give us a five star if you think it's interesting and um, yeah we'd greatly appreciate it and don't forget to check out the website for all the track information, the artists, and the artwork for those albums in the order in which they're played. And that website is Doctor Jazz Podcast, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. And you can write to us by clicking contact at the top, and we'd love to hear from you if you've got a quick moment, and we will write you back. So um, we have some more music coming at you soon. If you need to pause real quick, grab a refill on your beverage, that's cool. Uh, just make sure you unpause when you get back, because there is some kick-ass music when you return here to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. <laughs> So, that searing guitar playing Voodoo Chow by Jimi Hendrix is none other than the great Phil Upchurch. And here's the thing. It was recorded in March 1969. Yeah. So, he's actually, let's see here. Yeah, Phil Upchurch is covering two Hendrix songs on this uh, album called Upchurch simply just Upchurch on the Cadet label Um, he's covering Crosstown Traffic plus Voodoo Child and he's also covering Spinning Wheel made uh, famous by Blood, Sweat and Tears along with Jack Bruce's As You Said and Paul Simon's America I'm not done. So, on percussion, Bobby Christian. On the drums, Morris Gator Jennings. On the bass, Louis Satterfield, who's also played trombone and collaborated with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Of course, Phil Upchurch is playing that searing guitar. But here's the kicker. The pianist on the session is none other than the great Donny Hathaway. Yeah and you thought he was just a vocalist. No, Donica Groove, baby. So, yeah, Upchurch by Phil Upchurch playing Voodoo Child by the great Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. All right, before that in the middle of the set, we heard the Jimi Hendrix tune Wait Until Tomorrow. And that funky version was by none other than the group Hudson off the album Hudson. From twenty seventeen. And who is Hudson? Why it's Jack DeJanet on drums, John Medeski on organ, Larry Grenadier, who we've already heard from with the Brad Meldow trio on bass, and the one and only John Schofield on guitar. Now this album um, it should be known that Hudson is the name of the quartet it is inspired by the beauty and the history of the Hudson River from which Woodstock is just a few miles away bassist Larry Grenadier is, a, is himself a resident of the Hudson Valley uh, what's more is Jack DeJohnette appeared on the 1996 album Tales from the Hudson by Michael Brecker which had a similar instrumentation except for brecker saxophone this quartet initially played a concert together at the 2014 woodstock jazz festival that experience encouraged the band to pursue this project culminating in the present record hudson is the band's debut eponymous album consisting of not only originals by the band members but also new renditions of famous songs by such musicians as bob dylan joni mitchell The band and Jimi Hendrix. So, um, another relevant touchstone, unstated but clearly implied, is Miles Davis. There we go. Um, Yeah, just a killer groovy version of Wait Until Tomorrow. Hopefully you dug that a lot because I know I did. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. All right, then... We started off the set with the Jimi Hendrix tune, Spanish Castle Magic. And that is from the trio known as Fly. Now, Fly consists of Mark Turner on the tennis saxophone, Jeff Ballard on drums, and yet again, Larry Grenadier on the bass. Yeah, Spanish Cast. There's only 10 albums, and like I said, this just comes from uh, their uh, Savoy Jazz album, self-entitled Fly, from 2004. And there are lots of great tunes on here, written by the band members, but Spanish Castle Magic is one of the highlights for me on the entire album. So if you haven't heard Fly play... You know, this album, this whole album is really great. Um, State of the Union, JJ, um, yeah, lots of great tunes. If you haven't heard this album, do yourself a favor and check that out. Yes. So, all right. So, we've already played 12 tracks, but we got a little lanyap for you. That's right, a little extra something-something. We've got one more set, so don't go anywhere. You are listening to Jimmy Jazz, the inspiration of the music of Jimi Hendrix in jazz here on the Dr. Jazz podcast. got three very interesting tracks to talk about right there so first things first let's take it in the order that we heard it so we started off the set with the Jimi Hendrix song if six were nine uh, and that is played by the group Spanish Fly now who is Spanish fly well Spanish Fly is none other than the quartet of Steven Bernstein on slide trumpet, Marcus Rojas on the tuba, Ben Parowski on drums and percussion, and David Tronzo on slide guitar. Now, this comes from the 1994 album Rags to Britches. And the amazing thing about this album is that Spanish Fly's debut album was recorded in 1993 over six days at the Knitting Factory in New York. And it was edited down from 12 hours of taping. It is a mellow, even solemn recording demanding that the listener be attentive to the subtle group dynamics. Important to the sound of this album is the omission of percussion instruments as a rhythmic source. Although drums sound occasionally splashing texture into the generally somber mood. Some of the tracks are reflective of the less meditative side of Spanish Fly. So, it's very interesting uh, to hear this group, especially Stephen Bernstein, um, who has so many great bands such as Sex Mob, the Millennial Territory Orchestra, Diaspora Soul, um, and... To take Jimi Hendrix within his filter is truly just amazing. And then in the middle of the set, we heard one of my favorite Jimi Hendrix compositions, Gypsy Eyes, by none other than the Gil Evans Orchestra, from their 1974 album, The Gil Evans Orchestra plays the music of Jimi Hendrix. It's an entire album dedicated to the music of Hendrix. And featured on this version of Gypsy Eyes is Trevor Kohler on soprano saxophone, but here is the whole band. Gil Evans on piano, Hannibal Marvin Peterson on trumpet and vocals, Lou Soloff from Blood, Sweat & Tears on trumpet, Peter Gordon on French horn, Pete Levin on horn and synthesizer, Tom Malone on the trombone, bass trombone, flute and synthesizer, Howard Johnson, Hojo on the tuba, clarinet, bass clarinet, David Sanborn on alto and soprano sax, Billy Harper on tenor sax and flute, Uh, Trevor Kohler on soprano sax, tenor sax, flute, Dave Horowitz on electric piano and synthesizer, Keith Loving, John Abercrombie and... Ryo Kawasaki, all on electric guitar. Michael Moore on bass. Don Pate on bass as well. Bruce Ditmus on the drums. Warren Smith on the chimes. Latin percussion and vibraphone. And Sue Evans on the conga and the drums. Just a killer lineup all the way around the board. And Jimi Hendrix's music and the unmistakable arranging hand and pen of Gil Evans. Just a fantastic album. I love that album. And then we ended with a real, real treat for you. None other than John McLaughlin, Jim McCarty, Buddy Miles, and the great Dave Holland. Joining Jimi Hendrix himself at the record plant in New York, New York, March 25th, 1969 just a jam session in the studio we heard the track that they've titled everything's going to be all right and it's just amazing i mean it's just a blues number but to hear john mclaughlin buddy miles dave holland Jimi hendrix all together on the same song and you hear dave holland kind of egging egging it on Hendrix like it almost seems like it just kind of abruptly stops and Holland just keeps on thumping the bass and this is about the same time that Dave Holland and John McLaughlin were playing with Miles Davis on the Bitches Brew album and the Jack Johnson album and you hear that Jack Johnson tone in John McLaughlin's guitar so you can definitively tell which guitarist is Jimi Hendrix and which one is John McLaughlin so it's, it's a very special treat. I certainly hope that you all enjoyed it as much as I have. Not just that track, but this entire podcast. So, Viva Hendrix. Uh, thank you all for allowing us to be a part of your day or your listening, your evening listening experience. Um, yeah, we're nothing without you. So, thank you so much. Uh, remember, you can check out the website, Dr. podcast, drjazzpodcast.wordpress.com. And um, in the very famous words of Duke Ellington, you're very gracious, you're very beautiful, you're very lovely, and we do love you madly. And so, until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, y'all be good now. Because in jazz, we trust.